Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with Caleb and Devin. Devin, how are we doing? Doing good, man. How are you today? Ah, I can't complain too much, dude. I'm excited. We're going to talk NFC breakdowns. We still got some free agents and team needs out there, so we're just going to let everybody know, as there has been a ton of movement already, but we're just going to say, hey, what these teams still could possibly pick up in free agency. Um, so we'll get ready to go dive in, man. Uh, you want to do NFC North first? Yeah, let's start at the North for sure. Let's just go north, south, east, west. We'll just make it all work. Um, NFC North. All right. So we're looking at the Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. Let's start with the Packers. Packers lost Devontae Adams. Just said that in our you know in our previous episode. Obviously, they're going to need some wide receiver help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, you know, I think they're definitely going to be one, you know, with the draft picks, you know, acquired from the Devontae trade and stuff. They can go ahead and target, you know, a wide receiver in the draft. Um, mm-hmm. you know, get him like a Traylon Burks or, you know, someone like that, uh, get him a big body. The one I'm really looking to be the star in that offense this year is Lazard. He's, um, normally Rogers takes about four years with a, you know, a young receiver to really get that trust and rapport with them. And now with, of course, you know, Adam's gone. I just, I see Lazard being the guy there. Yeah, I agree with you. Real quick, I just gonna double check because I thought he was a free agent, and I didn't know if they resigned him. Did they resign him? I, I, I believe the second round tender on there. We're correct. Good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Because I was like, I know I thought at one point, you know, there was a possibility of him going somewhere else. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you're gonna have to figure it out. He's got to be the star. There's no one else right now. I mean, I know that there's been talks as as we're recording this episode. Just want to throw this all out there. We've we thought Odell has. But he's been linked to going to the Packers, but again, he's going to be out for an extended period of time, but he has not signed currently. Okay. So we're recording this on a Sunday. Yeah. So, um, we're, we're not sure if he is signed yet, but as of right now, he has not. So Alan Lazard's basically all they got because MVS still hasn't signed. He's mm-hmm. a free agent. And I mean, as there's some wide receivers out there, you know, I mean, you're kind of kind of get, I mean, I, you're kind of, you're kind of getting really low. You know, I yeah. know that there's been, you know, talks of Jarvis Landry already going back to Cleveland. Um, you know, Will Fuller going to Cleveland. I mean, you've got a Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Sammy Watkins. I mean, you're you're really starting to pick from some really, really crappy buckets right now. <laughs> that, that's, if you're wanting that's, to pick somebody up. That's a free agent signing that I almost see that going to Green Bay, though, is Cole Beasley. You know, I, I feel like he would be someone that Rodgers would be able to have a good connection with. And, you know, he's got great hands, great runner. Um, I could see, you know, Beasley, you know, fitting in that Packers offense. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Just kind of one of those smaller guys like you know, um, like Randall Cobb, you know, like Randall Cobb was always kind of that, you know, five foot 10 or five foot 11 guy that he was right. throwing on third down because he, he always had good hands. Cole Beasley is that. I mean, that's yeah. literally his life and career was just give me the ball on third down. <laughs> and I, that was I, about I, it. I tell you, the one that intrigues me fantasy this year is we always have issues with tight ends. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, seem, it seems like if you don't have like um, Waller, if you don't have Kelsey, if you don't have Andrews, then you just kind of are, you know, you, you plug and play almost with a tight end. With Green Bay losing Adams, and now they just re-signed Robert Tunyon 
for another mm-hmm. one, you know, another year there. I think he might be a sneaky tight end pickup for everyone this year. I I really think he could be someone, you know, with the rapport he already has with Rogers as well. I feel like he might be someone to really target, you know, in your drafts. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there was, t- there was times last year where you were like, dude, I got to play this kid. Like he's good. You know, yeah. I mean, he was crushing touchdowns left and right. It seemed like, um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a sneaky play um, to be able to do, especially because they just don't have anybody else right now. So yeah, I, I think they're going to pick up somebody, um, you know, at the wide receiver position um, and then they're going to get somebody in the draft. And I, and I think that they're going to try and grab Odell. I do think that would make a lot of sense, but again, he's not going to be playing much until I think it's a like few weeks week in. six or seven yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a while into the season. Um, all right, let's go ahead again and let's jump into the lions. Um, the lions have done some stuff this off season, uh, made it very interesting. Uh, they still have Jared Goff. Let's preface that <laughs> the quarterback position. Um, but a big signing cause I really like the guy. Um, and I just lost his name, DJ chart. Uh, yeah. I really like it. I, I'm a little surprised that he signed in Detroit on a one year deal, but I think it's a prove it year. Have you, uh, have you been on Twitter at all? about the signing of DJ chart because all it is, all it is, is (laughs) about how Amon Raw just became God basically because of this. (laughs) I mean, he was like the Egyptian God. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Right. Right? (laughs) I I mean, he, he he did have a killer, you know, end of the season. So I can see that, but I mean, it's, it's golf still throwing at him, you know, like, I mean, I, I am going to, I'm going to throw this out there though, because I think this is an extremely underrated team because of a two and 13 and one finish this past year. There was times where I felt like, you know, Detroit was on the cusp of winning these games. Like there was games like, again, dude, the Baltimore game lost by a field goal, right? Like that's a good team. You know, <laughs> like Baltimore is and, a good team. And- and the thing is, Detroit Swift was hurt a lot of last year. You have a yes. healthy Swift that makes that offense just that much more dangerous. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, man. A healthy Swift. Now you have a deep threat in DJ Chark. Amon Ra really started making some good connections later on the season, and so did Josh Reynolds. By the way, let's not you know yeah. Josh Reynolds and even Khalif Raymond was doing all right. And then they still have TJ Hawkinson. Um, who also was hurt in some of that year as well. Um, so I think if they can make, if I think for me, if they can get, they need some pieces on defense, obviously, um, that they can find in the draft. They need to get healthy and get another couple pieces on that offensive line. This team might be able to do something, man. Like I don't see them finishing two and 13 again next year. No, no don't. way. No, no chance. And I love what Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are trying to do in there. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to get mean, you know, like that old Detroit mentality of just being a mean team. So I think if they can continue to get mean in the trenches, I think this team is going to be something a little bit more special than people are realizing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's jump to the Vikings. Uh, there are a lot of talk about Kirk Cousins getting moved and then he signed a one year. Uh, it was a one year extension, I think, or something like that. Yeah, something very, like that, I think. Very weird contract. <laughs> Agreed but, uh, in principle to contract extension or something like, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> um, you know, they, they need a lot of help on defense. Um, they lost Tyler Conklin, right? He signed, uh, did he uh, sign somewhere? So I was trying to look here and see, I feel like he did. Yeah. I think that was another one of those, um, Yeah, Tyler Conklin, yeah, another one of those quiet signings. Yeah, he's the Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, need to update the one note, man. Need to get on that. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so they definitely need some help in the tight end position. Um, you know, running back position, obviously cook as long as he's healthy. And if he's not Madison, we'll be fine. I, I do think they need to figure out their offensive line. Yeah. They really need to figure out their offensive line. Um, not sure. I mean, they've got Garrett Bradbury up there as are Cleveland Christian Darasaw. I mean, these are some good people like in Brian O'Neill, even, um, these are some good names, but like we need, they need to figure out their line. Right. But, uh, past that, I, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett's got a lot of work. Do you see this team being anything special this coming year? I mean, fantasy wise, they definitely still have relevance. You know, you still have Thielen, you still have Jay Jetta, you, you know, and then of course, um, in their running game, even if, uh, God, what is there? I just lost his name. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah. Cook. Even if Cook's injured, you've got, um, his backup there. Who's another yeah, Madison, Madison, you know, who's yep. always you. He's a must handcuff. You know, if you yeah. get Cook, you have to have Madison just because yeah. it, it seems like every year for the past two years, Cook's got injured for at least something. what four games. You know, yes. something's happened. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, fantasy relevance. Yes, I think this team still has, you know, chances as far as like record wise or pushing into the playoffs. No, I just I just they're just missing too much. Um, mm. You know, they really need to get a better, um, like you said, a line that that defense still needs some work. And I almost feel like they almost even with the two great receivers they have, I almost feel like they still need someone to step into a great tight end or like slot role to really help, like open the field up for, you know, Thielen and for, you know, Jay Jetta. Yeah. Jay Jetta. Nice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. I think KJ Osborne is a kind of a sneaky, um, sneaky player as well that we, you don't want to forget about right? Um, just because of the, the the kind of season he had when Adam Thielen did get hurt. So I just want to kind of throw his name out there too. Um, but yeah, I don't think that this team is, you know, in the actual NFL is going to be anything special, but I do think that Nathaniel Hackett's going to be able to kind of transform this offense. I think there's going to be some really nice pieces in here. And I agree with you, man. I think Madison is a must handcuff. And honestly, from my draft strategies, just kind of, here's a free one for all of you guys. I'm not a fan of taking players that have to have must handcuffs. I haven't drafted Dalvin cook in years. Yep. And that's because I don't like wasting a secondary position or, or roster spot on a must handcuff. Because the thing is, is if you draft Dalvin cook, you got to have Madison. If you think that you can get away with it, you really can't unless you take three uh, running backs right up front. Cause you have to have another starting running back in case Dalvin cook gets hurt. So I don't draft them for that reason. Um, but you guys do what you guys want to do. Um, but that's just my option is I just, I don't waste, I just don't waste it. Um, anything else you want to add to the Vikings? No, that's pretty much it for them. Let's go to the bears. This is going to be a very interesting team. They did have some, uh, general manager, Ryan, Pro, uh, Ryan Poles has now come in and thank you. God, Matt Nagy has been fired and we got <laughs> Matt Eberflus. Eberflus from gonna, the Colts. Yeah, former former Colt defensive coordinator, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, another thing that this team needs to do is get back to that Detroit Lions type mentality, man. Back to those Bears where they were just, again, nasty. These nasty, gritty teams. Um, this team has not been nasty in quite a few years just due to the fact that Matt Nagy sucks at his job, which, by the way, guys, he's now on the Chiefs. Whatever. Um, but Justin Fields, man, I'm looking for a very big year from Justin Fields. Um, I want to see him step up. You know, again, Allen Robinson is no longer on this team. So, you know, Darnell Mooney to me slides now into that number one position as far as the wide receivers go. 
But past that, man, where would you go at number two? Man, you know, they, well, they just signed the one year deal to Byron Pringle from the Chiefs. You I mean, know, that doesn't, I mean, that's not like, agreed. oh, that's awesome. Uh, right. And then another, <laughs> another kind of, you know, questionable, like, is he going to really fit in? Um, Equanimous uh, St. Brown, you know, coming from Green Bay there to mm-hmm. the Bears, you know, but it really is like, honestly, in my opinion, I think this is the breakout year for Cole Komet, their tight end. Yes. So I, I feel like he's going to be more of that number two option, kind of like how the Chiefs run, you know, a hill Kelsey option. I feel like Komet, he was a stud at Notre Dame. He, you know, showed some flashes, but they still had, I can't even think, what was the veteran tight end that they had? Um, Jimmy Graham. Graham. Jimmy Graham, yeah. They still had Graham. Graham's now finally gone. It's, you know, it's Komet season. I, I'm high on Komet this year. I was high on him last year, but Graham stuck around. And I just, I think Komet's going to be that number two guy there. Yeah. Like I said, man, I do think that Darnell Mooney did show enough last year with Justin Fields to make it worth a fantasy pickup. Um, let's kind of wait and see. I'm not sitting here saying buy, buy him now in dynasty leagues. Um, I wouldn't go that far uh, just because we still, he's, there's a lot of unknown. Um, but I do think that that'll be interesting, but I, I agree with you, man. I think Cole Komet, it's time for him to step up. I, I feel like if dude, if you can't get it done this year, then he's gone. Yeah. Agreed. Like he's got to get this figured out. So, I mean, it, it's his time to shine. Uh, looking at uh, six and 10 was their record last year. Ah, we'll see. The other thing that I want to preface as well, guys, is David Montgomery, man, had a great year last year, but when he went down, Khalil Herbert also had a very solid year. So I'm very intrigued to see what kind of breakdown they're going to do as far as they're going to do like a 60-40, 50-50, but I think Khalil Herbert's going to be way more involved this year. So if you're a David Montgomery owner, just be a little cautious because I think Khalil Herbert's going to take a lot of touches away this year. I, I think agreed there. That's going to be something they want to keep Montgomery healthy. And the best way mm-hmm. to do that is to lighten that load a little. And Herbert showed that he can really step into that role. Yeah, man. Yeah. I remember talking about Khalil Herbert last year and just was really ticked off that he, I think it was like a fifth round pick. And I was talking, I'm like, dude, this guy's going to go in like the third round. Cause he's so good. And like, no one picked him up until like the fifth round. I'm like, this is stupid. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it was dumb that he, you know, cause I think it was out of Virginia tech. I was just, I was so irritated, but you know, Hey, can't win them all sometimes, but I got that one right. Um, anyways, let's go to the bucks. Uh, Oh, Hey, by the way, guys, uh, Tom Brady's back. So (laughs) just throwing this out there. I mean, a little surprise. Hey, I'm going to retire. Nah, I'm good. I think it's really funny that Tom Brady basically was like, look, I don't want to see these punks trying to play quarterback, thinking they're good when I can still play better than them. So I'm going to come back and show them what's up. Right. Look, Hey man, if you're 44 and you can still play football, go play football. You can make money, go make money. You know, I mean, I think at this point, like his family just wants him to, to do what he does best and that's play football. So I'm excited to have Tom Brady back. I think that was a good reason why they were able to get Chris Godwin to stay. I think if I think Godwin would have been gone if Tom Brady didn't come back, but he did, he did sign a long-term contract. So we'll see. Um, but they still got Mike Evans. Uh, Oh, they, who did they just sign? They signed a wide receiver. Oh, I lost it. Yeah. I'm, uh, crud. We'll find it out. Cause I remember, cause I was like, Oh man, that sucks for Tyler Johnson. Um, <laughs> I, I'll pull it up while you're talking here. Let's see. Yeah, no, no worries. But yeah, I mean, it's really disappointing to see Tyler Johnson. Um, cause I thought he was going to be able to take into that, uh, Antonio Brown slot, but I think a lot of drops that he had in the postseason last year kind of made Tom Brady want to stay away from him. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Russell Gage, you know, great. Russell Gage, that was what it was. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Yeah. So I think, you know, Russell Gage, be careful because, I mean, he has shown in Atlanta because he won there last year. He can be a really solid wide receiver. And we've shown that Tom Brady can service three wide receivers. Um, Not last year, but the year before, believe it or not, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown were all top 25 wide receivers. Yeah. So let's just be honest. There's a chance that this could happen and Russell Gage could be in that top 25. Um, OJ Howard's gone. Rob Gronkowski still has not signed unless I've missed that. Did he sign anywhere? No, no. I've still, I, I heard yeah, a I rumor either. he's talking about wanting to go to Cleveland or not Cleveland. Um, sorry. Uh, Cincinnati want to go play with uh, Burrow. Mr. Joey B. Huh? All right. Yep. Hey, you go do you boo boo. Um, the works for me, man, that'd be a, that'd be a really solid signing for them after they lost uh, CJ Usama. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that means, you know, Cameron Brait might be the only tight end right down there right now. So they're going to have to pick up somebody, you know, in the draft or there's still some tight ends out there that could maybe fill that spot. But Cameron Brait is a capable tight end. So I'm not, I'm not overly worried about that. Um, their offensive line has definitely gotten weak. So they need to figure out what they're going to do with that moving forward. They did get Ryan Jensen to come back, but Alex Kappa is gone. And, um, Ali Marpet, I always say that name wrong, but I think he's the one that retired. So, um, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do on some, some offensive pieces there, but here's the question, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady. He'll be fine. What what are they going to have at running back though? Are they just going to stick with Keyshawn Vaughn? Cause as of now, Ronald Jones and Fournette, both free agents still have not signed. Yeah. I mean, I know we were talking about this a little bit last week. You know, I think some of those running backs, they always are like the last people to sign because just teams don't want to overpay for running backs. Right. Right. You just don't. So I think Leonard Fournette might resign back in Tampa for a cheap contract just to play with Tom Brady. I don't think they're getting both of them. And I think either Kayshawn Vaughn or as uh, Giovanni might, might slide into that number two spot. Okay. So we'll just kind of see. I, w- I would hope that it would be Kayshawn Vaughn. I mean, you drafted him in like the third round. So right. Or yeah. Or whatever. Like you need to, you need to get your draft picks working, but, but there's also still, you know, like Rashad Penny is still out there in free agency, um, which has really irritated the heck out of me as far as why he has not been signed. Um, there's no, a lot no. of running backs. Marlon Mack is out there. Marlon Mack. Yes. But Rashad, uh, that's the one that was with, uh, um, Seattle, Seattle last year, right? No, he yep. resigned. He took less money and resigned with uh, Seattle. Oh, okay, good. Well, that sucks for him, but works. Yeah. At least he's been signed because that's been really irritating me. Um, but, you know, you've got David Johnson out there. Sony Michelle would even be an interesting fit. You know, he actually played with Tom Brady when he was drafted. Um, you know, Phil Lindsay's out there. Uh, again, Marlon Mack's out there. Daryl Williams is out there. Oh, Giovanni's also, sorry, he's not out there. He's, he's a, free a free agent, agent as well. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of free agents out there that could be picked up. Even a Devonta Freeman, dude. Like, geez. yeah, Matt Burita's out there. I mean, there's a lot of Jarrett McKinnon. Good God, dude. This list just keeps going. Yeah. So they need to figure out what they're going to do. You're right at running back. But um, going to another team that I really wish they'd figure out they're going to do at running back, even though they just re-signed. Um, I can't even think of his name, but the Falcons. Oh, Cordell, um, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. yeah. The, the hybrid, you know, guy yeah. <laughs> who was <laughs> you a stud weeks one through six and then just absolutely nowhere like week seven through 16. Right. Well, you know, that's what people do. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, so the, I th- I really think they need running back help. I I cannot imagine Cordell Batterson, even Mike Davis, just being the guys there. There's a lot of running backs out here that could fill that void um, and give them more production. Way I could more production. I, I could see like Marlon Matt, you know, going here, you know, coming off the yeah. injury. I, I feel like he's he proved the year before, you know, exactly. He proved the year before he got hurt. You know, he's a, a thousand plus yard rusher. Like he, he's going to go somewhere and I think be able to be a star and we're better than a team that doesn't really have a good running back. Yeah. And then, of course, we know that they need wide receiver help. Um, again, Julio Jones is possibly going home to Atlanta to to finish his career. We'll see. Um, but there's some other people out there. I mean, again, a Cole Beasley would be a really good fit there. Just another guy that's really got really good hands. Um, even Emmanuel Sanders would be an interesting piece out there. Um, they they just kind of need anybody at this point because they yeah. have nothing. <laughs> so yeah, they literally, literally Ridley's out all year. Yeah, God, it's so crazy. I still can't believe that. Yes. Yeah, well, his loss, man. What are you gonna do? Right. Don't yeah. gamble. You know, oh, well, play. You could play if you're not an NFL player, you can do DFS. We'll do DFS during the season for you guys. But if you're a player, obviously, don't do that. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. Um, other than that, again, another team that needs to figure out their offensive line and some defensive, um, defensive help. And if I'm not mistaken, man, they are not in great cap space. Um, to do it to do a ton. Let's see. I think I still let's see. I got it pulled up here. We're talking who again? Atlanta. Atlanta is no, they're they're still uh what five, only five mil uh yeah, available. So, yeah, so there's not a lot that they can uh they can really do as far as some free agent pickups. It's gonna be a lot of, you know, tier three guys that they're gonna be looking at. So sucks for them, but they need to figure out their cap stuff, get rid of some people. And uh, I know Matt Ryan is actually asking for a three-year extension. So yeah, or a three-year contract or whatever it is. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, next on the list, Carolina Panthers. And uh, we'll get moving here. So Carolina, again, we don't know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. I mean, Sam Darnold, they're t- they've talked about Cam Newton coming back, whatever. PJ Walker's there. DJ Moore did get a huge extension, which is nice. They still got Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall Jr., they agreed. Christian McCaffrey. They got Richard you know? Richard Higgins. They picked him up as an unrestricted free agent. Yep. Um yep. the big signing for me this offseason with them was them adding Deontay Foreman for depth when they already have Chuba Hubbard. And yeah. it, it almost, it, you know, there's been talks that CMC is on the trade block. You know, it almost yep. makes me wonder, do they have a buy target for him? And if so, you know, where's he going? What are they going to get? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, that's not the answer for him. You know, maybe yep. maybe they, maybe they just try and do a Houston approach, trade CMC for a draft picks, you know, try and utilize that to, you know. But at the same point in time, CMC is coming off, what, two injury ridden seasons. Like, what are mm-hmm. people going to want to spend on him? Right. Well, I'm, I'm with you, you know, and when you look at Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard, however they want to say it, you know, both of these guys are very similar. They're both very good in the receiving game. They both can run outside. They can run inside, but they're not big bodied guys. That's exact opposite of what Deonta Foreman is. Deonta Foreman is like the Walmart version of Derrick Henry. Yep. You know, so no, no shade on Walmart, you know, cause I, that's where I get my groceries and whatnot, guys. but like, <laughs> but still, I mean, Deontay Foreman is, a, he's a poor man's Derrick Henry and he can still get, he can still do some work as he showed in Tennessee. So I think it was a good signing for them because it's just different. 
But I'm very curious to see, like, will Christian McCaffrey be on the move? That contract for them is not great. You know, it's it's just not. And he hasn't been healthy. So I don't know what the trade market is. It's, it's the same thing that you would see, and we'll get into it later, with the Giants. You know, what are they going to do with um, Sa- Saquon Barkley? Both both of these guys have bad contracts for them to be not on the field. Yeah. So it is going to be very interesting for them moving forward. I think Carolina has a lot of pieces they need to figure out. Matt Rule is just... Look, man, get it, get it done. Um, yep. I think in my opinion, he's a little bit in the hot seat right now because, you know, he was supposed to have solid defenses and, you know, get this, get this team rolling and they just not been able to roll. So, oh, well, as you can tell, I'm not a Carolina Panthers fan. Yeah. So, agreed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no shame there. But uh, now to the saints, um, this will be pretty quick. Uh, Taysom Hill. Not going to be the starter. I think they're going to resign Jameis. Jameis will be the starter. I can't believe Taysom Hill is still on this team. I don't know why they just don't get rid of him. Agreed. Um, I think this was more of a Sean Payton thing. So I don't see Taysom Hill staying here much longer with the with the new uh, uh, head coach ownership there, I guess. But uh, Michael Thomas back from injury. Hopefully he'll stay healthy. That's going to be huge. The one thing I do want to talk about, because I haven't seen much since it's happened, but is Alvin Kamara... I was anticipating him getting suspended because of his issue um, with the bar fight that happened in Vegas um, before the Pro Bowl. His court date got pushed back to like April 22nd, I think. So I don't think we're going to hear anything until after that officially comes out. Okay, cool. See, that's why it's awesome having both of us looking at stuff. Yeah. Good grief. Because like I said, I just haven't heard much. I can't anticipate him not missing games, though. Me, I think he's going to be missing half the, maybe not half, but I think he's going to be missing somewhere between six and eight games because of that. And because once, the NFL doesn't want you going around beating people up. And, and once again, they don't want you beating people up, so they'll suspend you for half a season. But if you bet on a, you know, the sport, you're done for a whole year. Like it's just, yeah, you know, another yeah. another day, another dollar, you know. But yeah, well, yeah, don't mess with their money. Is <laughs> basically the ending of that. Don't mess with our money. You, you can beat somebody up. We'll give you six games or whatever, but if you mess with our money, we'll get we'll either kick you out or get rid of you for a year. Yeah, um, but I definitely I do think see, that's ridiculous. I definitely see them going after some running back in free agency with everybody still available. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if if Ingram's not a free agent, I'm not sure on that. Um, but he's definitely an aged running back, and so you know mm-hmm. they're they're going to have to have somebody else to really step into that role while you know Kamara you know most likely faces suspension. Yeah. Um, another thing for you, I don't know if you saw this or not. But of course, the big news circling the Saints um, is Teron Armstead. He, um, you know, still free agent, still possibly could return to New Orleans. Um, There's obviously been talks of Indianapolis with him. And then it just came out not too long ago. Ian Rappaport posted that um, he is going to fly south to uh, South Florida tonight to meet with the Dolphins tomorrow. So interesting. Yeah. So we'll see how that all works out. Yeah, man, I thought he was going to head to Cleveland after Watson signed, but yeah. that was the big thing. But I guess that's not even on the radar, man. Dude, Teron Armstead would be huge for you guys in, in oh, uh, Indy. Could you imagine? You can you imagine arms? You know, Armstead right there next to Quentin Nelson. Well, I I can't only because who are they going to protect? But well, right, yeah, conversation. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's for another day. Jonathan Taylor um, snapping and throwing to himself, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of running back draws. Um, with no quarterbacks going to be, uh, it's going to suck, but, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting because they're going to have to figure out their offensive line again. You know, again, they've made some amazing moves as far as getting over, uh, under the cap and whatnot. I mean, fantastic for them. Um, I would do want to say Adam Troutman, 
sneaky uh, tight end play this year, guys. Again, just trying to find people that aren't those top four that can give you some really good protection. I think him and Jameis would be able to make that work. But both of those guys have to stay healthy because Adam Trotman was hurt last year. Okay, on that real quick, before we move on, I just yep. was looking. I remember last week we recorded our episode and the Saints were $76 million over the cap space. They yep. have $26 million available right now. That is yeah, dude, fan- they killed it. That's amazing how they were able to yeah. swap that. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And I mean, a big one's going to be if Armstead doesn't come back. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> that'll, that'll cut a lot of that. But no, that, seriously, fantastic work by that organization. So I'm, I'm going to give them all the credit in the world for what they did on that. So good job, Mickey, um, for figuring out a way and your financial team to, to get that done. Uh, let's head to the NFC East. Talking about Saquon Barkley back in these giants. So, you know, Brian Dable came over um, from uh, Buffalo. And now they're head coach. Really don't know what they're going to do, man. Cause another team that's just in terrible cap space. They've come out and said that Daniel Jones is going to be their quarterback and they're going to figure this out. That was really stupid, but whatever. Um, yeah. You know, they keep saying they don't know what they got with them because they haven't worked to get Daniel Jones help. I'm sorry, man. You got Kenny Galladay on this team. You got Kadarius Tony on this team. And I'm, I'm thinking big production from Kadarius Tony this year. If he can stay healthy. Um, and he's still got Saquon Barkley, Yeah, you know, again, having to stay healthy, but that's, that's up to your staff, man. It's not our fault. You guys can't keep people healthy. I mean, you, you gotta think, I mean, obviously he's kind of been the back burner for some teams here. Um, Taylor mm-hmm. goes and gets, uh, you know, a long punctured, which opened the door for, um, wow. I just forgot his name. Uh, Denver or, uh, the chargers quarterback. Oh, Justin Herbert. Herbert, you know, open the door for Herbert. He goes down to Houston, gets injured, opens the door for Davis Mills. You know, is Taylor going to be that, you know, mobile kind of thrower that they're going to need as a bridge gap until they can, you know, maybe bring something else in? You know, obviously, like Mm -hmm. you said, Jones really hasn't done anything. And I mean, they really do have, you know, I mean, Galladay, Tony and Shepard. That's a great three to be throwing to even Ricky Seals Jones as they're tied in. Like, I mean, they have a good set of weapons. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not amazing, but it's, it's really solid talent. I love Kadarius Tony. Yeah. I think Kadarius Tony could be a superstar, you know, but can you be a superstar with nobody throwing to you? Exactly. You know, I, I mean, Daniel Jones, yes, he's mobile, but he trips, you know, I mean, every, no one's ever going to forget that you can't run 60, 70 yards and trip at the five yard line. You know, like that's ridiculous. That's Daniel Jones. He makes terrible reads. He throws way too many interceptions and fumbles way too much. Seriously fumbles way too much. Mm-hmm. That can't be your guy. So like I would be shocked if they don't make something in this draft or next, it might not be this draft, but I, it's definitely going to be next year. So it's going to be interesting to see this team um, and what Brian Dable is going to do. And uh, Joe Shane, man, Joe Shane's coming in just a really crappy position right now as the general manager, trying to manage this whole team yeah. and get it, uh, give it, get it figured out. But um, we'll definitely just see what the giants are going to do. Uh, honestly, I don't care. I'm not a Giants fan. Um, but to the Eagles, dude, what do you think about these Eagles, man? Um, another team that I thought was going to go out and get like a big name wide receiver to kind of go along with Devonta Smith, but it didn't happen. Yeah. One, another one that was, you know, fairly quiet through everything. Um, I mean, it was actually when I was just sitting here as I was looking at them, um, knowing they were the next team we're coming up on, I keep forgetting who their number two quarterback is. And I mean, yeah, with Minshew and I mean, 
I'm not sold on Miles Sanders. And obviously they just re-signed no. Boston Scott, but we, we know yep. that's not as a starter option. Like right. you almost wonder if the Panthers don't try, um, you know, dish out CMC for, you know, a pick or something and Minshew or something, you know, like right. just as, just as a possibility of some, you know, somewhere landing, you know, that's kind of what I was just sitting here looking, but you know, obviously I'm still not sold on Hertz. He's a great fantasy quarterback. I mean, obviously we yeah, all know is. that, um, yeah, he is. but he's just, to me, he doesn't sell it as a quarterback. That's going to win you the games. Um, mm-hmm. and like you said, you know, maybe it, it is just the fact that you have Devonta Smith and nobody else really to throw to. So, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised. Hopefully they address that in the draft to get another big target for, you know, Jalen to throw to, but, um, I mean, obviously he's got Dallas Goddard who, you know, is a great tight end as well. Um, but yeah, they really need a they really need a number two wide receiver to really step in there for him. Yeah, I agree with you, man. They need a number two wide receiver and they need a starting running back. Yeah. Um, you know, Jalen Rager has just been trash ever since he's been drafted, you know, in the first round. I mean, I have Quez Watkins as their number two over Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they just, they just don't have much. And if you're going to make the argument about Daniel Jones, not having weapons, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's got more weapons than that. Yeah. You know, so you, you can't sit there and make the same argument. Jalen hurts is definitely by far a better quarterback. You give him even Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony. Like, I think he would be able to make that work. They do need a running back. I am not sold. I'm never going to be sold on Miles Sanders and he can't stay healthy. Yeah. I don't like Boston Scott and I don't, I don't not like Kenneth Gainwell, but Kenneth Gainwell is just going to be a slot receiver slash, you know, receiving back out of the backfield who does have some really good catching and speed um, abilities, but isn't going to be a between the tackles kind of guy. So they need to figure out their running back situation. And I think if CMC is on the table, I mean, it'd be a solid fit for them for sure. Yeah. Um, Or they're going to figure it out in the draft, but Howie Roseman, um, and I know Nick Sirianni, man, they got to come up with something because they got some cap space to play with, uh, but they've not, they haven't really done much, you know, just another team that's been fairly quiet. So um, let's go down to the commanders. Cause that's still awkward to say, but they right. got Carson Wentz, man. They got your old quarterback. Uh, man, you know. I, I, I guess the leadership they're saying was a big issue here, but I don't understand the Colts, especially with the fact that we haven't went out and got anybody. I thought Wentz was at least going to be our guy this year. Um, yep. I, I still think Wentz is a decent quarterback. Um, I still think he has a lot left in the tank. And now you have what? Scary Terry. You got Curtis Samuel mm-hmm. and Diami Brown. You know, mm-hmm. Logan Thomas. Um, and then, of course, they've got that, you know, ridiculous backfield, which, you know, obviously yes. it's a fantasy nightmare. You know, everyone got excited if you were a Gibson owner because J.D. Mm-hmm. McKissick signed that deal with Buffalo. And then as yeah. soon as he did it, what, the commanders are like, hey, we'll match that. And, you know, of course, he wanted to stay. And now he's back. Yeah. yeah you know, and there, here he's back. So, um, you know, it it definitely hurts Gibson's value. Um, I think Gibson could be a great three down back, you know, but obviously they like McKissick. They like that, uh, that switch it up. He's a great check down back. I think it'll be something great for Wentz. basically gives him that Heinz role that he had with Indy, you know, gives him that little, you know, check down. Um, but I mean, he has some great receivers. I mean, scary Terry. I mean, he could easily be a top five receiver this year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be uh, time to break. You know, like it's make or break time for Carson Wentz. This is his last. This is his last opportunity. Yeah, can't make it work here. Um, you know, I mean, if he can't perform better than Taylor Heineke did, then he's he's out. Yeah, you know, because Taylor Heineke took this team and it wasn't a bad team, 
In fact, he almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs one year. I mean, that was just impressive. Yeah. So if you, if Carson can't even improve past that, then why'd they bring him in? He's going to be out. The one thing I do want to mention, um, you know, about this team, and this isn't really fantasy relevant. It's really not, um, you know, super relevant as far as, you know, what we always talk about here, but it is relevant to the NFL and it's relevant for just personal needs here. But Dan Snyder, um, as the owner of the Washington commanders has definitely still been under investigation for all of this stuff that's been going on with him. I just want to throw out the fact that they've now lost, I think four or five different big sponsors Anheuser-Busch just pulled out on them. I'm very nervous about what this team's going to look like. I think it's time for everything that happened under this organization, as far as, um, you know, the inappropriate things that happened to women in this, in this offense, offense in this office, <laughs> that was almost weird to say. Yeah. Um, needs, needs to come to light and he needs to leave. I think Dan Snyder needs to be able to sell this team and he needs to go now. Yeah. Um, it's very frustrating um, to try and support the NFL when you have people like this as owners. Um, and, and I'll even throw that out to Steven Ross of the Miami Dolphins after that crap that they pulled trying to lose games and give your coach extra money. I think both of those owners need to uh, be removed as, as ownership. Yeah. So just throwing that out there again, not a huge fantasy relevant thing, um, but it is relevant for uh, just us being human. So uh, let's move down to Dallas. Uh, Dallas, obviously Amari Cooper is gone. Um, CD lamb now is going to be the number one on this team. Um, moving Michael Gallup up to number two. And then, uh, again, they brought in, um, James Washington from Pittsburgh, James Washington. Yeah. So, uh, definitely going to be a very different wide receiver core, uh, than they're used to. Uh, how do you feel about that? Cause I feel like Amari Cooper came in and really made that wide receiver room what it was today. And I now mean, he's gone. Yeah, he did. But I mean, if if you watch the tape, if you watch the guy on the field, CD Lamb's definitely a clear cut number one. You know, so yeah. I, you know, I can I can understand this. I personally think James Washington is more of their number two than their number three. I know he's never really even had that number three option, but I just mm-hmm. the guy is raw talent. He is a yeah. great athlete, and not, I'm not trying to take away from Gallup. I just I think Washington is really going to be a, you know a sneaky you know late round pickup for people. Um, yeah. th- of course that is going to mean, you know, Dak staying healthy, of course, too. But I, I, <laughs> I you know, I, I think that's going to be a good one, but man, I just, this whole organization is starting to have me question what's going on. Like with that whole, um, the defensive player that signed and then pulled out a signing and went to, uh, Denver, uh, um, yeah, Randy Gregory, Gregory, like, and yeah. apparently there's a couple other guys that have came out and said some stuff about how there's a lot of like contract disputes and stuff that they, you know, isn't getting me, you know, it, it just has you wondering, you know, like, and even they're, um, like trying to go out and recruit people. Dak was trying hardcore to recruit by himself just because no one else was doing what needed to be done. So it, yeah. it you know, it really has me wondering, you know, what the longevity of this, you know, team's going to be. I mean, this is, Aside from losing Cooper, I think they still have a chance of having a high-powered offense. Just, I mean, you still have Elliott, you still have Pollard, you have a great wide receiver core. Prescott's still mm-hmm. a great, you know, they still have a chance, but they did just lose, um, what, uh, Lael Collins. Uh, it looks like he yep. is officially signing with the Bengals. So, you know, yeah. adding that help that they needed desperately, but obviously now you know, that just hurts Dak because that's a great tackle that, you know, always had his back. And now, you know, can he stay healthy now? Right. Yeah. And I'm still not even sold on Zeke, man. I think Tony Pollard to me is the more efficient runner right now. Um, if I was Dallas, you're getting rid of all these pieces for some unknown reason. Just get rid of Zeke. You know, I don't think he's the 25 touch a game guy anymore. 
Yeah. Like he's losing it. You know, he's, he can't chug for these three yards of carry and expect you guys to still him hit a hundred yards. Like he's going to have to run 30 times to get there. Like it's insane. Yeah. So I like Tony Pollard a lot. I think they should run him more, but you know what? Mike McCarthy do what you do, I guess, which at this point I'm actually more surprised at, you know, the fact that Kellen Moore, uh, you know, off there, all of these head coaching job opportunities he was supposed to get. You looked at that playoff game and then nobody wanted to interview him. Like, so I, you know, with that whole sliding, that five yard or 10 yard run that Dak Prescott tried to do. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. You know, they shouldn't have lost that game. They did. They did lose Blake Jarwin. Dalton Schultz is going to be a nice bu- uh, boost. He's going to be a top five tight end this year. No chance he's not going to be. Yeah. So make sure that if you're in dynasty, try and snag him if you can. Um, but in redraft, he's going to go pretty quick. He'll, he'll be in that fifth or sixth round, I think. Yeah. Um, as a, as a tight end guy. So, uh, I wouldn't put him as a first tier, but he's definitely going to be a second tier guy. All right. Last division guys. Let's do the NFC West. Lots of changes happened here. Let's start with Seattle. Drew locks. Now the quarterback down there. We'll see how long. Um, but he apparently right as of right now as a starter, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, um, Mm. <laughs> then, teams, yeah. teams looking a little bit different. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's a lot of talk. I mean, obviously they're saying Drew Locke's their guy. Um, we've all, you know, all over Twitter, all over NFL news, Colin Ka- Kaepernick is out there working out with guys like Trey Lance. He's working out with other, you know, nice you know, young quarterbacks there. and Tyler Lockett, yeah. Lockett's brother, yeah. you know, and um, even Pete Carroll came out and said, you know, that it, it's, you know, one of those things where, you know, it looks like he's ready for his return. So I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like Seattle sign him. If Baker goes to Indy, I think obviously one of two Baker's two landing zones is going to be Seattle or Indy. And I think that determines a lot what's going to happen. Obviously Jimmy G still an option for, you know, a quarterback needy team. Um, But also on the Seattle news, I don't know if you have uh, seen this yet, but Gerald Everett just agreed to a one year deal with the Los Angeles chargers. Oh, wow. No, yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. So, yep, he is he is going to the Chargers. So giving them another, uh, you know, another weapon, just bolstering that division even more. But uh, but yeah, no, he just signed that one year deal. So now uh, what you'll have Noah Fant as their tight end one, of course. And then what yeah. will Disley behind that? So. And then, of Jeez course, Louise. you know, you, you like uh, Rashad Penny. So we'll have, uh, yeah. you know, at least Helping they have that there for it. Right. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. it's just it's going to be an interesting team. I don't see them doing much. Um, they're definitely yeah. in rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely in full. I mean, they got younger, which is, you know, for the most part, they've gotten young. Right. So, I mean, Noah Fant, obviously, really kind of young is their tight end group. Um, Rashad Penny's still young. Tyler, uh, Tyler Lock is a little old, but DK Older, Metcalf is young. DK, and, DK's young. Yeah. DK's one is like yeah, third or so, fourth season. So yeah. And Drew Locke's still young. So we'll, we'll see what they're doing. And they, obviously they got to figure out their defense and line. Their line is just garbage. Um, but to the Cardinals, uh, a lot of stuff out there. <laughs> so obviously they lost Christian Kirk. Um, you know, Kyler Murray, we're going to see if he even plays like, as far as I'm concerned, it, that's not guaranteed right now. Right. Um, that he will be stepping on the field after all the contract disputes there. Um, DeAndre Hopkins should be healthy and back. You think Rondell Moore is now going to slide into their number two spot with Kirk and AJ Green gone? No, 
How do you feel about that? Because I was not a big Rondell Moore fan coming into the NFL. So I liked Rondell in college. Um, Watching him in the pros, he had a few moments where he really shined. The problem is, and I, I like, I'll say it even with like DeAndre, like Kyler's a great runner. He makes some decent passes, but DeAndre's look at DeAndre's numbers outside of, you know, what he had when he was with um, Deshaun Watson. Like they're mm-hmm. not the same, you know, Murray is just not that great thrower. Like he, he gets what they need done. He has great legs. He has great vision, you know, so don't get me wrong on any of that. Right, um, right. But um, I think Rondell now, um, especially with DeAndre being healthy, I think Rondell sliding into that number two spot. He's really going to shine there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll see though. I mean, again, right. as long as he stays healthy, he's very good. My biggest concern coming out of Purdue was just his health. Yeah. He played a healthy season last year. Let's let's see what kind of happens. Um, obviously, James Conner resigned, which is great for them. Um, he will not keep that touchdown total this year, though. Just throwing that out there. And then we know that Chase Edmonds is gone. Um, but this team still got some still got some pieces, man. I still think it's going to be a really nice uh, team to be able to watch. I just think it all comes down: is Kyler Murray going to play or is he not? Yeah, and it's that simple. So, and we. We don't know until, to me, I don't know until training camp. If he shows up and plays training camp, he'll play. Right. If he's not showing up at training camp, though, we're going to have to wait until the first game. If he doesn't play first, he ain't playing this year. You know, <laughs> that's, that's how that's all going to fall. Um, jumping now to the 49ers. Obviously, uh, you know, Mike McDaniel's gone as the head, uh, the OC, um, but Kyle Shanahan's still there. Jimmy G's still on the trade block. So is Jimmy G going to start this season? Or is Trey Lance? Obviously, We'll have to kind of play that by ear. I don't see if how much you invested in Trey Lance, in my opinion, if he's not ready, I feel like you screwed that up. Yeah. So he he needs to start this year. So Jimmy G needs to be traded. But I think what's going on is the 49ers don't want to trade him right now because they're not they every team knows you have to get rid of him. And so they're not getting what they want. Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. You're gonna to have to give him for nothing. Yeah. You know, but if, if he doesn't start, if Trey Lance does not start this year, I feel like there's an issue with Trey Lance. Agreed. Um, and you can't start Jimmy G just because you didn't get enough for him. You can't. You, if it's Trey Lance's show now, you got to give him the shot. Obviously, yeah. Debo still being there is going to be huge. Elijah Mitchell. George Kittle. What you know. a breakout year um, he had. Yeah, and George Kittle. This team's still poised to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to come down. Is this Trey Lance going to be ready or not? Yeah, Elijah. We're not know till training camp. Elijah Mitchell and Jamichael Hasty, I think, are two definite running backs to kind of keep your eye on too. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. the biggest thing every year it seems like for the past three years, can a San Francisco, you know, uh, running back stay healthy? You know, that's just been like <laughs> they've been plagued yeah. with it. But I mean, yeah. like you said, Elijah Mitchell really had a breakout year. I think Jamichael Hasty yeah. shows you know some great signs too. I think they're they like you said they really still have a good chance to to really shine. They still have a solid defense. I mean, they still have a you know a good chance to be a very solid team. Yeah, yeah, it's just going to come down to quarterback play. But this team's still ready to win. There's a good chance that they'll obviously make the playoffs. Could possibly you know have another Super Bowl run. We'll see. Yeah, but to the Super Bowl champions, last team on our list. Um, yeah, man. Uh, obviously some offensive line changes, uh, with, um, and I already forgot his name, but he retired big Whitworth Whitworth retired. That's it. Yeah. Andrew Whitworth retired. So Joe Noteboom's going to take that spot. Good signing for them. Um, to be able to, to retain him. Austin Corbett's gone. Uh, you know, so they're going to need to figure out some other offensive line pieces there. 
Uh, Tyler Higby's still there. Cam Akers is there. Sonny Michelle has not been re- uh, re-signed. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, Van Jefferson, obviously. Now they've got Aaron uh, Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup. So it's definitely going to be a different look this year. Um, but it's still the Rams, and it's still Matthew Stafford, so I think they can make it work. Also losing out on uh, Von Miller, you know, that one, that's a big one for the yeah, defense form, you know. No offense to the Rams, though, but I didn't see that contract coming, so there was no way they should have. I mean, six years, the guy's not playing until he's 40. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was just, that's a that's a stupid contract, but you know what? Buffalo wants to win now, and, and they got a team, money. so exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I get it, but... I mean, and I know Brandon Powell ended up resigning as a kick returner as well. So that's going to be good for them. But, but again, I mean, it's just, again, it's going to be a little bit different. We don't know what Aaron Donald's going to do. Is he going to, is he going to continue to play or, you know, cause he was looking at retirement. And by the way, let's not forget the fact that Sean McVay is also technically a free agent coach right now. So yeah. Yep. So that definitely going to be tracked as well. Yeah. You you think so, you think with Robinson are you know Robinson signing Stafford resigning you you think he's definitely coming back but you know who knows? Well, I mean the money's got to be right, but he he'll definitely be back. Like I know his wife already came out and he's like, no, he's gonna be coaching football. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's not coming home. Like, I don't want him here. You know, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, so, I mean he's he's not gonna give that up, and I and I get that that's fair. Um, but this, the contract still has to be right. He's a good coach. He deserves to get paid. So um, we'll see what happens there. And obviously they'll uh, figure out, you know, uh, an offensive coordinator. I don't know if they sign anybody yet. So I'll have to go look at that. But again, team team could make a repeat. We'll we'll have to wait and see. A lot's going to depend on that defense because it's not going to be the same. Um, they they lost some big pieces. So anything else you want to add to the Rams? No, no, that's it for them. All right, man. Well, guys, again, that is going to be our NFC breakdown. Don't worry. Coming up uh, in the next few months, we'll be doing deep dives into all of these conferences. We're going to be picking who we think is going to be winning um, each division. And uh, we're going to be, you know, just having some fun, giving you some fantasy relevant stats for for these players. So, but thanks uh, thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast with Caleb and Devin. And we're going to catch you uh, next time. Have a good one, guys. Forgotten, creeping in the dark.